I'm back. <laughs> it's Wednesdays. <laughs> desperately desperately trying to familiarize myself with some of my recording habits that I'd put in place last year which I seem to have completely forgotten um as we enter this new season of Wednesdays with Woody oh my gosh I have I've thoroughly missed doing this and being here and being able to record yeah so here we go season two I'm I'm super excited (laughs) Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Wednesdays with Woody, where we interrupt your regular, regular Wednesday to bring you this hot-ass mess of a show where we discuss all things trending and topical. Yes, if you haven't guessed it, I'm your host, Woody Woods, who is just, yeah, (laughs) your boy is just trying to dwell and live in peace this year. I think that is, has been my motto for the last couple of months. Um... It's actually been my major news resolution and I think the only one I've been committed to. Just living in peace, um, existing in peace and just trying to facilitate peace in all areas of my life. A little bit of a struggle, but hey, we keep going. (laughs) I mean, like so much has happened over the last couple of months. Um, I mean, obviously when when the season ended, I was just like, let me just take a little bit of a break and... (laughs) <laughs> get involved with the the actual experience of living as opposed to just going through the motions um so that's what i've been up to primarily um yeah but we're back we're back we're back <laughs> let's get into it i've been wondering what should we talk about on this first episode of the podcast you know um since we took a break Last year, a lot has happened in my life. Sorry about that. A lot has happened in my life. I think a lot of my focus has been in wedding planning. I'm in wedding planning mode. Um, I'm trying to steer that ship and get everything done before June so that I don't have the last six months of the year to worry about a wedding. Like That's not where my mental state needs to be. I need to be worried about other things at that time. So I'm planning a wedding pending nuptials pending nuptials is that correct (laughs) we're just gonna go with it um yeah it's been hectic it's been crazy it's been wild you know um a lot of the times i think you well you're trying to as a lgbtqia plus gay man um you're trying to find a way to keep the ceremony as i don't know if i want to keep it as traditional as possible but i don't want to keep it too traditional because we're not traditional um, trying to keep the elements of a traditional wedding in place while also adding the fun and the spunk that comes with being part of the LGBTQIA plus community. But I don't know. I think I'm failing dismally. All of the sources I've looked at, like when I'm trying to research, like, oh my gosh, what can we do to make this exciting, to make this as eventful and as joyous as possibly can be? Um, yeah, I think I'm turning into a little bit of a bridezilla, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to keep <laughs> I'm trying to keep it all together and not find myself like, I don't know, having wild conversations with Ryan around like, 
when are we gonna get this done? When is this? <laughs> when is this gonna be done? Um, but yeah, I'm trying to keep it chilled more than anything else. That's why this is my year of peace more than anything. Peace and serenity. I don't want any troubles. I really want to be done with all the planning by the by the end of June. I don't want to think about a wedding until like I don't know October November when I really just need to be doing other other things in my life. Um, so that's primarily what's taken up a lot of my time over the last couple of months, other than just reconnecting with my family members, um, spending time with friends, catching up. Um, obviously all of this within the throngs of trying to do a nine to five as best as I can. Um, but yeah, that's what's been happening over the last couple of months. Never mind attempting to <laughs> to make sure that those news resolutions, all 16 that I set for myself, are being actioned. And to date, I think I've done absolutely the bare minimum. That and also, I don't know, attempting to publish a book this year sometime. Like, that is definitely one of my main goals this year. Um, yeah, let's, let's see how this goes. <laughs> let's see how this goes entirely. I'm hoping that this year, while we record, I eventually somehow get into video content. I know that last year, um, on the last episode, I did promise like more video content this year. I am <laughs> struggling to get that going. Um, it's a lot more nuanced than I thought it would be. I just thought it would just be like propping up the camera, doing the things and getting it over and done with. But every time I'm looking at the video footage, I'm just like, hell no, this is just not good enough. And I just need to pack away the perfectionist in me <laughs> pack him in a box and say it's not going to be perfect like we're just going to run and just see how it goes so this year i really am hoping to do a lot more video content but we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes um also with regards to the content and with regards to the dissemination i know that last year i really wanted to grow the podcast as organically as possible whereas this year i'm thinking about putting a little bit more marketing into it um thinking about putting it out there just a little bit more just to get engagement and just to grow it um grow this community grow this grow the people who listen to the podcast because i am always grateful to be able to share my views and i'm always i'm always looking for people to come on here and just have a conversation with you know opposing views similar views i don't care let's talk <laughs> um so yeah i think that is my primary aim this year and also to keep it as authentic as possible not that last year i was being inauthentic i think i was being as authentic as possible um but this year, I just want to delve more into authenticity and maybe just share a little bit more about myself, though I think I do a lot of sharing, to be quite honest. Last year, we spoke a lot about LGBTQIA plus representation, which is really important. I don't think my intention was to go so deeply into LGBTQIA plus topics, but once I got started, I realized, actually, I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> things that maybe I'm not voicing out in public, things that I'm not voicing out just generally. Um, and I really want this podcast maybe to focus a little bit more on that, more LGBTQ content, more LGBTQIA plus content, more educational resources. I really want that for this podcast this year. Um, and like I said, last year we spoke about a lot about representation, whereas this year this year i want to i want to talk a lot about acceptance um because i feel like representation is one thing but acceptance is absolutely more vital and more important than anything else especially with what is happening currently in the world i mean 
as always there is a lot happening but over the last couple of weeks uganda the discussions around trans people um i've also just seen a couple of tiktok videos around like whether being gay is a choice um some really interesting debates around that and also like you really do learn like there's a lot of misinformation out there in the world um a lot of people who don't have the right resources or we think that we have just got our high school biology degrees <laughs> our high school biology degrees ready to just be like no there's only two two genders in the world and not really understanding that the science has really come a long way just from that discussion so this year i just want a lot about that i want to talk about a lot more about acceptance um self-acceptance um and just acceptance generally from a legal perspective everywhere across the board as well as discussing other trending topics that are happening on a weekly basis. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me catch myself, let me look at my notes. What have I got planned for today? <laughs> as always, I'm throwing the script out without even looking at it. <laughs> I think what was reading in the headlines this, this past week was um, TikTok. And obviously, um, Uganda passing a law making it a crime to identify as LGBTQIA plus so oh gosh my heart goes out to all LGBTQIA plus people in Uganda I can't imagine just being in a society that I don't know that wants to eradicate you completely act as though you do not exist <laughs> and then criminalize you for any actions um, that you partake in that environment that that for me is kind of wild i always have this conflicting um all these conflicting internal discussions with myself around the around where the state meets the personal or the individual or even all of us in our individual capacity for me whenever the state crosses the line i always am just like oh wait a minute we're getting into some really treacherous and dark territory and this doesn't look good for anybody I think a lot of the discussions I've seen around the passing of this bill in Uganda um, has been around a lot of misinformation and a lot of fear mongering um, and a lot of just like repressed homophobia which doesn't really make sense um, one specific discussion that I saw was just talking there was one woman who was very informative and in saying that actually there is a history of LGBTQIA plus people within Uganda previously and it's ingrained into their culture so to speak where as a lot of the people who were in support of the bill passing and the the, well, the bill passing were saying that you know what the homosexual lifestyle and culture is something that's being imposed on them by the west which was a bit wild for me you know um once again it just comes down to this rhetoric and this ideology of this belief system that lgbtqia plus people is just a new phenomenon something that's never existed before and there's such a deep lack of understanding around the history of lgbtqia plus people um and really like we don't even need to go into like lgbtqia plus people have been around since the dawn of time it is not a new phenomenon um it is not something that is i don't know what do you call it that is just being shoved down people's throats for whatever reasons. 
Some of the things that I found interesting about the conversation was the belief that LGBTQIA people were recruiting straight individuals to become LGBTQIA+, that some Ugandans had traveled abroad, had been to the America, had been to the UK. Why do I like saying the Americas? <laughs> had been to America, had been to the UK, had been abroad, you know, had lived these lifestyles and then had come back to Uganda and then all of a sudden they were LGBTQIA+. Um, and then they were recruiting other individuals who were straight presenting into the community, into this lifestyle. And I'm using lifestyle very loosely because I, being gay is not a lifestyle. Let's just be very clear about that. There were two separate issues that were being convoluted together um, to present an argument. So what I gathered from the Ugandans was that there is definitely a prostitution issue happening in the country, which is then being um, coupled with LGBTQIA plus people who are affluent in the society and are then, I, I'm not saying recruiting, I'm saying paying for prostitution services in order for, um, yeah, not just to fulfill their desires and fulfill their wants and then obviously give back or, or prostitution, we all know how prostitution works. Um, so that was very interesting to me because I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was such a high high extreme extent of prostitution happening in the country um, at all levels, you know. And obviously now that the way that this has been presented to the public is to say that there's a problem with LGBTQIA plus people, um, that they're now recruiting um, other members of society into this, I don't know, into this lifestyle in order to make this money, in order to live this way, whatever the case might be. That was very interesting for, for me to just observe. Another concern that I had during the discussion while I was listening to it was that a lot of South Africans really just had an issue with this because, and just, it, I know that it didn't register as xenophobia, but obviously there just were elements of xenophobia and a lot of fears around, okay, you guys are now going to pass this bill, but now what you're, what you're doing, in effect, is that you are putting pressure on other countries in Africa to absorb your LGBTQIA plus people into their societies, um, which isn't bad. I mean, the, the South African people didn't have an issue with having to absorb them. I think that the issue came from the fact that there's no need for this. There's an infringement that's happening in your country based on human rights, which you are now just... I, I don't know, you're, you're throwing a whole country into turmoil <laughs> over this matter. So that was very interesting for me. Um, but really, there was just such a deep lack of, such a deep lack and just uh, a, a deep lack of education during this whole discussion. I found myself just repeatedly saying to myself like, but where are these comments coming from? These are unfounded comments. Something like people aren't born, um, aren't born gay. They're recruited into being gay. No, no one is being recruited into being gay. There was a discussion on the West imposing this LGBTQIA plus lifestyle on them. Like, and you also hear this <laughs> in America a lot also, this like, you, know, you guys are like shoving down your LGBTQIA lifestyle and culture on us. And that's not the case, you know. Um, I think when we watch, 
I'm going back to representation. <laughs> I think that when we watch television programs, what straight people struggle to understand is that when you are repeatedly showcasing straight couples, getting married straight couples, can we not say that's a form of recruitment? Can we not say that you want a society that is fulfilling these ideas and xyz whatever the case might be you know and that's not necessarily the case like the percentage of lgbtqia plus people within a country is a minority it's not as though every single person within a country wants to become lgbtqia plus hell no some people want to be straight some people are attracted only to the opposite sex and that's completely fine so there was just this like deep 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 miseducation that I was listening to, which shocked me, you know, um, it really did shock me, but it, it always comes down to representation and acceptance, this lack of accepting that there are people like this within a society, that they have been people like this within a society for years and years and years and years and years, even though they weren't prominent, even though they weren't seen, but it's not like we didn't exist, we were definitely part of each society in the world you know um it was just a very very interesting discussion yeah like mm. wow so last week there was a congressional hearing with tiktok ceo um around the potential banning of TikTok in America due to what they viewed as the platform being what is the word national security concerns TikTok posed in America <sighs> I mean it was really really wild just viewing some of the clips that were from the hearing um, the questions were just oh gosh which is wild and they didn't give the tiktok ceo an opportunity to rebuttal many of the questions they were just like okay we're just going to move on um it was it was wild it was wild so it does look like tiktok might be banned in america um which is crazy you know i've seen a lot of people go online and post about like oh my gosh this will affect a lot of small to medium enterprises in america and the ability to utilize the platform in order to reach an audience that they would have otherwise not had access to and i know a lot of people are actually like worried about like what does this mean does this mean that we're that i don't know people are going to go back to meta in terms of being able to do business um it also does look like this whole thing was orchestrated by Meta um, and that there's been an, a robust a robust attempt to get um, to get TikTok, I don't know, banned in America for some time now. So that's been happening and I don't know, I just find once again, once again, for me, it's just this discussion around how far is the state allowed to go in order to infringe upon the rights of individ individuals in their personal and private capacity? Yo, oh, my word. <laughs> it's extreme for me. Um, because what are we saying? Are we just going to just give up our rights? I mean, obviously, this is such a broader conversation, a much broader conversation. 
And who knows how this will play out. I don't think it's going to play out well for Meta or TikTok at all. Um, I don't think people will go back to Meta. I think some will. Because obviously that's you need to do business. Um, you need to survive. But I think there's going to be quite a backlash and a back... Yeah, there's going to be quite a backlash from people um, if this bill is passed. And how will it be enforced exactly? I know that a lot of the times when people are busy speaking, we're always speaking from a point where someone hasn't read the bill in its entirety. Um, there was a cute little tweet that I read or that I saw of saying that, you know, it's not just about TikTok. Um, this will give the executive branch in the US total control to police the internet. And I think about, you know, as we are gearing up to get into Web3, which plans to just revolutionize our experience of the internet and how we are interacting with it, what what this will mean, you know, um, once again, this almost like stripping, stripping of the ability for people to be autonomous. It's quite alarming. I don't know. I'm not going to get all Armageddon, <laughs> but it is, it is damn well alarming that this is the current state, this is the, this is the current state of the world that we find ourselves in. You know, I know that in the UK, they have banned TikTok on the, on the phones of government officials. They've banned it, um, which is also just odd, but I do understand there are areas where you just like, actually as a nation, there are some security risks, um, but this desire and this need to control all elements of um, the private life of individuals, it's bizarre to me. It's really bizarre to me. Is this the kind of world that we are, that we've, that we're creating? Is this the kind of world that we've unknowingly walked into? I don't know. I just feel like we're gearing up for something, something wild over the next coming months. <laughs> something wild is on the horizon. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Very, very interesting. I'm going to be keeping my eye on that. And then what happens next? Where do we all, <laughs> where do we all run to? Because we can't go to Twitter. That's also owned by, I mean, yeah, that, that's just, that's just another another debate for another day um and i doubt actually meta will be able to get back a lot of the viewers that they might lose from this from this yeah i know that they've also stopped their instagram they were paying in, they were paying influencers and content creators for creating reels so they've stopped that program completely which is interesting in the wake of this bill being now pushed forward you let's see let's see how this all plays out and finally a song by Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton titled Rainbow Land has been banned by a school principal um, from being performed at a I think it's elementary school. Yeah. At an elementary school spring concert. Oh. Out of fears that the song might be supporting and advancing LGBTQIA plus, I don't know, views. Wild. 
wild, 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 wild. Like this world, when you think you can't get wilder, it just absolutely reminds you how wild it can get. I mean, from what I've read about the song's inspiration, um, it had more to do with the studio where it was recorded and Miley finding inspiration from it, um, as opposed to having anything to do with LGBTQIA plus people. Um, the school students were the first graders, were thoroughly, thoroughly disappointed as they couldn't understand why they couldn't support the song, why they couldn't sing, not support, why they couldn't sing the song as part of their spring concert. <sighs> There's absolutely nothing in me, nothing in me. Like, this is like, you know, when someone wants to be in the poo, like, you just want to be in the poo. Like, you just want to, every tiny little thing, you just want to, I don't get it. Once again, it's just something I just don't get. I just don't get. The lack of acceptance, the lack of representation, just the lack on all fronts is just mesmerizing to me that we live in a world that would absolutely think that this way of living, where you are oppressing and trying to eradicate and annihilate a minority, is okay. It's weird to me. It's weird, 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 weird. It's weird behavior. Um, but I guess, I don't know, I guess that's the world that we live in currently. Maybe things will change. Maybe a harmless song <laughs> that can do nothing but speak about living in paradise and being part of the open blue sky is not going to create such such distress to an adult um, that they feel the need to ban it from a elementary school concert. Okay, <laughs> I think that's all I've got for you guys today. Um, 2023 has already presented itself as a wild, a wild card year. So it's going to be very interesting to see how things just unravel as this year goes along. I, I couldn't imagine things getting any worse than they did in 2022, but... Yeah, 2023 is showing us is, is showing us I mean if I just think about what's happening in France also geez some of the videos and the footage around mm -mm, mm -mm, it's looking like a hot mess <laughs> it really is looking like a hot mess there also um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this all unravels how it all plays out but yeah I guess that brings us to the end of the first episode of season two of Wednesdays with Woody. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening in. If you are a first-time listener, please subscribe, please comment, please share, please, I don't know, reach out, tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, where you feel like, okay, you can work on this a little bit more. Um, I'm always ready for feedback um, and criticism, you know, always ready to hear either opposing views, similar views, um, I'm always ready for that discussion. That's just the kind of person I am. Um, but yeah. So until next week, I'm hoping that you guys keep safe, um, keep spreading light and love. I'm, I'm wishing you all actually just so you're at peace also. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms to search I am Woody Woods. Yeah, you'll definitely find me. <laughs> And you can follow me on all social platforms. You can reach out to me any which way you want. 
but until next week ciao adios sayonara um bye <laughs>